to Do Your Thing, an unapologetic celebration of every version of motherhood. I'm Tamsin Williamson, a life and mindset coach for mums, also known as the Parenthood Coach. And through this podcast, I'll be sharing some beautifully open, honest conversations with inspiring, passionate women who also happen to be mothers about how they loudly and proudly do their thing in life and motherhood in their own unique and authentic ways. Plus, I'll give you an insight into how I do my thing and what that means for me, my career and family. I hope these conversations inspire you to feel the freedom to do your thing and embrace your version of motherhood in a way that feels aligned, empowering and honours your whole self. This is your invitation to do your thing. So let's get on with the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Do Your Thing. And during this week's episode, I had the pleasure of talking to Emily Armitage all about how she does her thing in life and parenthood by embracing her human design. Emily is a mum to a little boy called Bo and a business coach, strategist and human design translator. And she is obsessed with supporting female founders, entrepreneurs and small business owners with big dreams to ditch the shoulds, make more money and smash the patriarchy by showing up in their life and business as their most fully expressed selves. Ever since Emily discovered the magic of human design, she has felt empowered and liberated to show up in her life, career and parenthood so much more confidently and authentically. But it is safe to say that many of us, myself included until I met Emily, won't have the foggiest clue what human design is, let alone how it could change our lives for the better. So I hope that this fascinating and highly informative and entertaining conversation will enlighten you about human design as much as it did me. In this episode, Emily explains what the hell human design actually is and how it can help you to discover and decode who you are and help you to do your thing in all parts of your life. Emily shares her personal story about how discovering her human design has had a profound impact on shaping her parenting and professional journey. And she also unpacks how, as women, we can use our human design as a way of challenging the programming of our own societal conditioning and instead take steps to live our lives and raise our kids with integrity, self-trust and deep self-compassion. After listening to this episode, if you too are curious to find out what your human design is, definitely check out the show notes, which include some helpful guidance provided by Emily to get you started. But for now, grab a cuppa, kick back and enjoy the show. So welcome Emily to the podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have this conversation. Oh, I am so excited. And this is a topic that 
I think is absolutely fascinating. Um, oh, yeah. You know, we're going to be talking about human design, which to be honest, before I met you, I had absolutely no idea at all. Yeah, uh, yeah human... I've initiated you into You've the to- weird and wonderful world. Of... You have totally initiated me. And it's one of these topics that I think once you kind of open the uh, the Pandora's box of human design, yeah. um, you can find it's out all a total sorts of rabbit stuff. hole. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so I'm really hoping that, yeah, today's conversation uh, sparks a bit of that curiosity for people as well. Um, So I suppose diving straight in, as you know, this Mm -hmm. podcast is called Do Your Thing, and it is very much a celebration of how we show up in life, in parenthood, in this world doing things in our own unique and ownable and authentic Mm. ways. And to start with, I would just love to know from your perspective how you feel you do your thing in life right now. What what does doing your thing look like in your world? Oh, it's chaotic at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Doing my thing in my world. I think actually probably more strongly and confidently than I have ever done before now that I am a mom because that really sparked the fire in me to want to do things differently. I think sometimes you can have sort of like a pipe dream, like, oh, this would be a good thing to do. I don't particularly enjoy this corporate job or I don't particularly enjoy this way of living. And I'll do it one day. I'll do this thing one day. And then the combination of finding human design and finding out I was having a baby kind of combined really sort of set a fire under my ass, basically. Um, And both those things have totally changed my life in like, well, where I was born in 2022. And yeah, I got serious about my business and I'm leaving my corporate job in two and a half days. And that's not been an easy ride, mainly because of a lot of the stories and conditioning I held personally in my head, Um, like having a baby and having a business, like I do not have a blueprint for that. I do not have a blueprint for both those things at once, holding both those things. and. I've had to sort of find my own proof it's possible to coin a Lucy Sheridan phrase there. Um, and I've had to go go beat my own path, really, go my own way with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been it's been a whole kind of thing. But yeah, I think probably more confidently and strongly than than I ever have. Mm. And and I love what you're saying there about the fact that you're doing your thing more confidently than you ever have but you're also still figuring it out god and yeah. actually i think that's such an important thing for us to remember that we don't have to have it all figured out no and, and I, we can feel really good about the choices that we're making and the way that we're showing up without having all the answers yeah totally and i think do you ever have all the answers like what really surprised me with with having my child was how much everything's a phase and like you think you've just got it figured out and then something changes and you're like whoa what's this I've got to relearn something so it like that's ever evolving 
I'm ever evolving because of whatever's coming into my world. And my business is evolving because I'm, it's the essence of me. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, so I, I, my like background is change management. So basically the only constant is change, right? <laughs> so yeah, I think, um, I think things evolve and things change and you never have all the answers. You just have to ha- go with what feels good. And that's where your, your human design can really come in and really help you because you've got your, some of your chart basics, like your your strategy, which is how you make things happen, and your authority, which is how you make decisions, like together combined, that's a really powerful tool to help you move things forward, even when you don't have the logical, I'm doing pointy ears, answer mm. for that your probably your brain is kind of craving. Mm. Let's just take a step back for a minute. What is actually human design? Because I know that you and I have had this conversation, but as I said, I was definitely very much in the dark before we met. And I'm really keen for us to kind of dig into the power of this tool. But I know that there'll be people listening who are like, what What are they actually yeah, it's about? Yeah, what now? Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay. So human design, I like to describe it as astrology with knobs on, basically. It's <laughs> like, so it combines quite a number of different modalities so you've got astrology in there you've got the chakra system you've got the I Ching, Kabbalah, quantum physics and they're all sort of combined in a way a systematized way to create like a, a matrix holistic view of who you truly are um and that sounds quite um high level and weird um but when you get into it like there's there's so it's such a powerful tool to discover more about yourself self-realization and to help you get to your goals if you're using it in that way in in your way so it helps you cut out comparison it helps you address like the conditioning and stuff that you may have it helps you to protect your energy and and use your energy because you know our energy is the most important resource we have as business owners and as mothers like you ne- you need your energy to keep all the plates spinning right you need to keep things going so protecting that is really important mm. so yeah it's um it's a really powerful tool to help you discover who you are mm. yeah it sounds like like when we think about like do your thing and actually like feeling resourced and empowered to sort of show up and live your life feeling like yourself like it sounds like an amazing companion to guide you along that journey oh yeah to- totally totally it's a massive enabler it's a massive enabler mm. if you allow it to be and you mentioned that you discovered human design around the same time that a you bit became earlier. a mum a, bit, a little bit earlier. So I, t- I found it totally by accident via a client who kept talking about human design. And I was like, what the hell is she talking about? So that was in 2020. And I'd sort of been like dabbling with it and going down the rabbit hole a bit and looking into it and then realizing as I was applying it, how powerful it was. And then when I got pregnant, I was like, oh shit, like I need to create this life that looks totally different to the one that I've got now because I don't want that I want this and this is like mm. my gateway if you like um so yeah leaning into 
leaning into that like because my business wasn't working it totally wasn't working um and I was like you know I've got such a chance here to make it work and make it work in a different way that will benefit the structure of our lives um and that will make bringing a child into it a whole lot easier like I didn't want it like I saw people at work like doing compressed hours to claw back like a Friday every other week and getting up at 5am and chucking kids a day in like daycare and seeing them at the dregs of the day where everybody's knackered and hungry and then you've all got to go to bed and I'm like I don't want to do that I do not want to do that with every fiber of my being mm-hmm. and I was like right this is a chance to to do it differently and it, it ha- it's been quite an inner battle actually for sort of the stories that you hold, like you see what you see around you, like parental unit and how I was brought up and how they were brought up and, and all that sort of stuff and wider society at large, what what the sort of messages about mothers and women and doing it all and having it all. And then there's the whole thing about women business owners and, and women in general, like staying small and, you know, doing the juggle and be like giving away so much of themselves for everybody else like human what book is it there's human doers and human givers I think it's burnout and I'll put it in the show notes so cool yeah 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 I think they they talk about human doers and human givers and that's so true and there's a lot of that programming if you like in your head or in my head particularly that I had to sort of get around and get over like even my child going to daycare so I can work or parents looking after him so I can work like the guilt and the the shame there is massive and so what is your human design and I suppose what what did that bring what what insight did that offer you that allowed you to make make some of the changes so that we can kind of I suppose relate yes okay so I'm a 5-1 sacral generator (laughs) And that'll mean like nothing to anybody. <laughs> so the five one is like, it's your culture profile lines. That's your personality. So the first number is probably more conscious to you. Like you're more aware of it. The second number is a bit more subconscious, but it'll be totally part of who you are. Sometimes, um, like I recognize. So for me, the five one, it's like, they've all called, there's all very weird names. So like, bear with me. So the five is the heretic and the one is the investigator. So I, I, there might be some quiet, I'm a bit Marmite. People either like me or they don't. Um, and that's the five and I can have quite polarizing opinions and I can be a bit contrary. (laughs) Um, (laughs) and then the, the one is the, the investigator and that's about knowledge and seeking knowledge and and I do recognize that a lot in myself like that's why I'm into like I'm a massive human design nerd because I need to understand it um so and then the generator that's that's my energy type so you're a manifester I'm a generator um, and I'm basically there's a proportionally there's a lot more generators and manifesting generators than there are the other types so manifestors I think reflectors are the rarest then manifestors projectors and we're here to do like what lights us up like what what we're passionate about and what gives us so much satisfaction um and and we're really here to to do that and when we're doing that um we just our energy like amplifies like 
we draw people in because because we're so excited and we're so happy and stuff like that um and then the sacral part um that's that's my um authority so you've got a splenic authority mine's a sacral um and that's really about how you make decisions so sacral you could call it like a gut response um so for me when i'm in response to something generators respond that's our strategy manifestors inform so you doing a podcast is brilliant because you're informing everybody about what you're doing thank goodness for that the yeah. vision. great <laughs> so yeah so so I respond to stuff that comes in my will. For example, you were like, do you want to be on my podcast? My sacral gut response was like, oh, what do we think about that? Oh, yeah, it's a big old yes. Like I get a real physical feeling when it's something is for me or like it makes me do like a <gasps> intake of breath kind of thing. So I was like, yeah, this thing's this thing for me to respond to is coming. My sacral's saying yes. Um, let's go, let's go do it. So how I've kind of there's a, there's a ton more like those are just the basics right um and there's things like your incarnation cross so mine is about um limitations and and challenges and choosing what solution like bringing practical solutions and choosing which ones i i am really excited to help with yours is about seeing things ahead of others and explaining concepts in a way that's really easy for people to understand um and about sharing insights with others that will help them come to more enlightened ways of living and you've got a real passion for wanting to change society for the better now your incarnation cross it's kind of like your life theme or purpose I like to think of it as like a golden thread that runs through everything so it doesn't mean like you have to set up a business around it or you have to like be totally wedded to it but it just it's something that you can recognize throughout um so yeah so how how I've applied that to to mothering and to business and to to doing things my way um I really lent into my energy so doing what lights me up so I'm like well what what lights me up the corporate job doesn't doing that structure of life doesn't what does coaching human design (laughs) working my own hours being able to be as creative as I want to be having my own um autonomy and authority like for me for other parts of my chart like not being listened to it really frustrates me Mm. um and that doesn't always happen in certain spaces so being able to have more control over that um obviously illusion of control over that um <laughs> was good um and and was something that then my sacral was was really like oh yeah let, let's do that um and like with with motherhood uh, combining that motherhood and business being able to use those tools like those real foundational pieces to start responding to bound like putting boundaries in place by feeling out what does this feel like does this feel right and it's kind of like a bit of a mama bear kind of no I have a child now like it it does change that instinct a little bit and you're a bit more firm in no that's not acceptable but giving myself permission because of my design and what it felt like rather than what I logically thought 
or what my conditioning in a critic was telling me mm. um was really useful to sort of not worry about rocking the boat <laughs> mm. because I'm like no that's not right so we're gonna do it this way instead yeah I mean it sounds like it's an amazing way to show yourself compassion yeah you know by sort of behaving in certain ways and not you know, or thinking certain things and not berating yourself yes. for it, but rather being like, okay, I understand why this has triggered me. I understand why I reacted in that way. Maybe sometimes those reactions or behaviors aren't, you know, the best paths to have taken. And I say best again with bunny ears, but actually being able to say, but I show myself compassion because I know that innately this is the type of person I yeah. am. I understand why. Like that feels so comforting to be able yeah. to kind of lean into that and be able to, yeah, it just feels like a real kind of supportive hammock for yourself, yeah. you know, where you're like, okay, you know, I understand myself. It's okay. Yeah, you know? totally. It's it's a, a definite permission slip to be like, oh that's why I do what I do it's fine like we're obviously we all live in society and societal systems of oppression and depending on who you are and where you intersect you'll have more challenges than others and different conditioning and things like that um and human design can't uh, negate that but it can be a really good place to show yourself that compassion and to start unpicking some of that uh, conditioning so we all have in in our human design charts we have things called centers they're the funny little shapes in the middle and they're based on the chakra system you can be um sort of in alignment there or not in alignment and if you're not then a lot of a lot of conditioning can show up so for example my throat center i'm undefined there you're defined um <laughs> but so i'm undefined and that means i can have a lot of pressure to speak um, to say something to fill the gap um, and it can make me feel quite uncomfortable um, but on the flip side of that sort of the highlight is that I can communicate in lots of different ways and I have I can trust that whatever I say will land in the right way with the person because I, I just have to trust that it will and mm. it do, when I do trust it it does um, it's when I prep and over prepare it doesn't land mm. um, whereas yourself you've got the defined throat so you'll you'll have like a preferred way of speaking you'll have a preferred way not speaking communicating should I say which could be speaking it could be writing it could be interpretive dance you know it, <laughs> it, it, it kind of, you'll have a preferred way like and you'll have quite a constant authoritative voice mm -hmm. um some people with a defined throat don't think that they do um have a have that authority and then we take a look at what what other stories they're telling themselves there. Um, but yeah, whereas and on the flip side of that, you can um, sometimes waffle on a little bit, maybe. <laughs> and and that that definitely resonates. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so it's it's like there's always highlights and lowlights of each of those places. And so when you're in alignment and you're you're living through all your you know wonderful variations and, and differentiations of your chart um you can start looking at oh okay I naturally feel like this 
I have this level of conditioning here because I intersect here with this system of oppression. And you can start building it that way. And it's a real sort of layered but freeing, liberating kind of kind of tool to to move forward for sure. Yeah, it sounds like it. And 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 this this idea of being able to like use it to both understand the challenges, but also um and, and I suppose the the limitations of who mm-hmm. we are, but also to kind of really identify and celebrate the highlights, like you said, yeah. you know. And again, this idea of sort of letting go of perfection mm-hmm. and actually realizing that as whole humans, um, and we can apply this whether it's, you know, in our careers, whether it's in parenthood, in our relationships, whatever it is, like there's always going to be stuff that goes well. But mm-hmm. there will always be stuff that feels difficult or doesn't work. And that's kind mm-hmm. of part of the process. Yeah. It feels like a really nice way of being able to kind of, yeah, add a bit of insight and understanding into yeah. that balancing act. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. For mm-hmm. sure. It's a real key, if you like, to unlocking some of the some of the inner critic beating yourself up kind of thing. Which I think as mums is something that oh god yeah you know a huge number of us majority of us i would imagine at times would hugely benefit from because yeah. you know there is so much self criticism that goes on as we as we raise our kids telling mm. ourselves how we should be doing things or we should be doing things better or you know that other people are doing it you know raising their kids and better mums or yeah. you know nailing it in ways that we're not um you know, that can have such a destructive impact on yeah. people's experience of motherhood. How how have you found specifically as a mum mm-hmm. the knowing your human design? How has it kind of enhanced your experience of motherhood so far? Yeah, it's definitely helped me protect my energy because I know how naturally I function like my in a battery functions um and actually combining that with my child's human design because his battery functions in a very different way um because he's a manifesto like you so i'm like the jorcel bunny i can keep going and going and going he's like bursts of stuff but he needs he needs like a bedtime he needs quite a long time to wind down um and like me and my husband are both generators so there's a lot of energy there and he's a bit like, well, you know, I need a bit of need a bit of a break from you too. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, that's that's quite interesting. I think a lot of the shoulds, I ha- I hate just the shoulds. I think they can all get in the bin. Like there is nothing more damaging than thinking you should be doing something because somebody else is. Um, like, obviously there's there's nuance to that like with anything but um yeah it's it's this whole should should I be doing this you know this person's got a better Christmas jumper than my child or this you know this mum's doing this and I feel shit like it doesn't matter like yeah I hate them it really pisses me off (laughs) because I'm so much of that is just carried down and carried down um and it's a way of keeping us small, keeping us stuck, keeping us questioning ourselves. And actually, if we could chuck them all out, how, you know, how 
much space would we take up? How expansive would we be? How powerful would we be? How much of a different relationship would we have with our kids and each other? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, yeah, they do a lot of us a, a massive disservice. Massive. Agreed. Couldn't I couldn't agree with you more. And and since discovering your human design, has it I'm assuming that's made that oh yeah, that's chucking helped. the shoulds <laughs> away. I'm sure I'm assuming yeah, it's not sort all of, of them. Re- but it's like still... whack-a-mole, isn't it? Like you're like, <laughs> oh, this has come up in a different guise. I thought I dealt with you. Oh no. Um yeah, but no, a lot of them, like I said at the beginning, I'm a lot more sure of myself, a lot stronger. Um, and I'm like, oh well, I see this thing, I see what you're doing, but that's not right for me and my child, or me and my life, mm-hmm. or me and my business. So no thanks, but you crack on. Um, and it's it's very liberating, like it's quite quite freeing and you have a lot more headspace. Mm. Like even you kind of making a few references to me about, well, you're a manifester. And so this is what, you know, your human design is like, like, like literally everything that you've said, I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like it's literally like these little light bulbs that are going off and I see myself and I understand myself so much. It's just affirm. It's self affirming. It is, Um, and just even those little comments. And this is without us even doing like a deep dive at this moment. Like, I feel this sense of comfort and reassurance and liberation, as you said. Where I'm like, oh, okay, this is just exactly who I'm meant to be. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Who I'm designed. Who who I was designed to be. Yeah, yeah. And even the stuff that you might not particularly enjoy about yourself, you're like, oh, I understand that now because mm-hmm. it's all part and parcel. Human design is definitely a permission slip, not a prescription. But mm-hmm. I have never come across anybody yet who is not at least living some part of their design. Mm-hmm. Totally by accident if they don't know anything about it. But it's it's, it's so innate, a lot of it. Yeah. and And is it the kind of thing where actually as we progress through life as we evolve as humans like actually sort of different strands of our human design may choose to show up more prominently at different stages of our life is that how it works or is it not I've not thought about that before I think for certain profile types so like if you've got a six in your profile numbers you're kind of your life is sort of split into three which sounds a bit uh brutal but it's not so like between like naught and 30 you're kind of in experiment phase and then 30 to like 50 you like compounding that knowledge and then 50 plus you're like living the dream Mm. so that's a very simplified way of putting it so so if you're got a six in your profile I'd say definitely for everybody else oh I'm not sure I've no I've not come across that in my sort of exploration but I I wonder because obviously we're all cyclical beings and I wonder if depending on the phases of our lives that we go through certain parts of our chart are more relevant Mm. um in terms of like the situation pulls out of us or or something like that I do now you've said it, I wonder if that's a thing. Yeah, and I and I suppose it it brought that up for me as well, thinking about our kids, because mm. you know, you're obviously very much in the early 
years oh, God, yeah. you know you're in the eye of the storm in terms of <laughs> you know really like you know really young child at yeah. that very early stage I'm later down the line you know I've got a six-year-old and an eight-year-old and you know my experience certainly of life and of parenthood is very very different now compared to when my kids were the age that your son is now yeah, yeah. and I know that it's all going to kind of evolve and and I think you know people always say particularly around parenthood you know oh there's always a new phase there's always a new stage and you know this phase will pass and all the rest of it and actually you know I think there is something quite comforting in that sort of you know sometimes it's not comforting sometimes it's quite <laughs> sad and and it yeah. makes people feel kind of a sense of loss but you know there is also that kind of possibility that comes mm. in terms of what our experience of parenthood will be what our experience of life as individuals will be but i suppose knowing our human design and seeing some of those kind of features or traits showing up at those different mm. stages yeah, it feels really cool to think about sort of having that toolkit, essentially, yeah. that could accompany us through those new chapters that we might go through or the, you know, new challenges that we might be faced with and thinking, oh, actually, you know, I'm going to draw on this or I'm going to draw on that. I, I don't know if this is exactly how it works. It feels like a really like amazing toolkit to have, yeah. to be armed with along the yeah, way. Yeah, totally. And I think even if it doesn't work like that, which I'm not sure yet because I've not investigated enough, <laughs> um, you can look at things from different perspectives with the knowledge that you do have. So, for example, in your chart, you'll have gates that are defined, which which are kind of like gifts. Um, and when two gates are connected, that's a channel. Um, so I have uh, for various different channels um one's about like bringing newness and and change and things like that one's one's about um tenacity and fighting for what you believe in mm. so knowing that you've got those things there you can look at a challenge or a situation or a phase and be like okay this is my gift or this is my um channel like how can i apply this to this situation and it might it, it will be different every time but having that like root knowledge is going to be helpful as you move through those stages for sure. Yeah, that's that's awesome. an awesome thing to be armed with. And is this the kind of thing mm. that you can kind of work on yourself? Because it sounds, I don't know, the, the way you, there's so many kind of layers and it sort of sounds like there's quite a lot of intricacy around the insights yeah, yeah. and the knowledge that you've got. Like, is this the kind of thing that you can map out and live by on your own or I know that certainly you work with people supporting them to you know help help them to understand their human design better mm -hmm. and particularly applying it to running their businesses yeah 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 so you can totally look at it on your own um I I have <laughs> I did um there's you can literally type free human design chart into google and and there's a load of things that pop up and you can pop your information in um you do need to know your time of birth um, which can be a bit sticky for people because they're like, oh, I'll ask my mom or they might not have somebody to ask, that kind of thing. There are ways of working it out. Um, so if you don't know, I would definitely recommend getting a reading with somebody. Um, if you're looking at it on your own, I really rate um, myhumandesign.com by Jenna Zoe, not affiliated in any way. I just, um, she gives a bit more information 
in an in a easy to understand way than a lot of the others. So some of the others you'll just get a weird shape on the screen and lines and arrows and numbers and you're like, what the hell is this? Whereas with um that website, um you you do get a bit more explanation. Um so it's it's good if you're a total newbie and you're curious and you're 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 wanting to find out. But yeah, if you're wanting to dig into it more, I would get a reading. Obviously everybody decodes your design in a different way um so it's about finding somebody it's like astrology really like different astrologers will pick out different things in your chart it's not like you know the same um so yeah find find somebody that you're uh you feel good with and um yeah dive in and how I work so I I don't class myself as a reader I'm more of a translator because I look at your chart through the lens of your business and any business challenges you're having. Um, so we there's various ways of working with me, but um, I do a decode your design session, which is why I just said it then, because I'm like, if that's in my brain. Um, and yeah, that's that's where we look at sort of like your chart basics, but also some of the juicier bits um, and apply it to a current business challenge that you're having, um, because it can be a really good tool alongside business coaching and strategy that as a trio is just so potent Mm. to to really help you design a business around you and obviously I do like longer term one-to-ones and I've got a mastermind in the pipeline and all that sort of stuff but um yeah if you're if you're human design curious that is a good place to start for sure amazing well, that sounds fantastic, and I'll drop some of the links. Um, yeah, like sure. Particularly, uh, you can you can share with me the kind of recommended ones that you've mentioned, yes, of and course, I'll pop yeah. them into the show notes so people can have a look. Because, yeah, I I did that myself after we had our initial oh, conversation. Yeah, yeah, and I had a look, and it and it was just a really great way of, um, yeah, getting my head around things a little bit more. But I could see absolutely the value in like being guided through mm. that process it's the same with anything really you know with with, with coaching as well like mm. you know there's a there's a limit to how much of the kind of the the work that you can do independently yeah. but sometimes yeah. just having somebody external to come in and decode it such a great yeah, word yeah. to like decode what's going on to share that kind of slightly outsider perspective to share the insights like yeah can be an absolute game changer so yeah yeah, yeah. Definitely check out uh, Emily and her work. Where, where's the best place for people to kind of follow you? Um, I hang out on Instagram far too much. Nap time, <laughs> Instagram, let's have a scroll. Um, so yeah, I'm at Emily Armitage underscore on there. Um, check out my website, www.emilyarmitage.co.uk. Um, I have a great little freebie that you can download if you are a mom with a business. Um, it's called The Ultimate business freedom formula and that's about looking looking at your human design basics and how you can apply them straight away and there's a template in there so you can uh, carry it with you on your phone it's easy to see because I think sometimes you'll get a reading or you'll get a translation and you'll get all this information and then you'll be like ah what do I do with it now or I'll put it in a drawer it's on my desktop somewhere um so it's about you know bringing it to life a bit and helping you remember it and and apply it um, I'm about demystifying it and making it in real life applicable because mm. sometimes it can be quite dense and vague and a bit 
we like woo and weird um and you sort of are like what what am i what am i seeing here like i don't understand this um so yeah bringing it into like reality a bit amazing is, is my thing that sounds like a great tool so yeah we'll pop all the links in there and definitely go on over and hang out with emily on instagram and good luck with your last two days thank you your job thank you thank you very (laughs) Um, much and so much luck for your next chapter I know that it's going to be a brilliant one um and yeah I'm very very delighted to have had you on today to thank you thanks for having me it's been I've thoroughly enjoyed myself so have I it's been great to catch up all right thank you so much bye thank you so much for listening to this episode of do your thing If you enjoyed what you heard, it would mean the absolute world if you could take a moment or two to do one or all of the following small things, which could make a mega difference to the success of this podcast. Follow and subscribe to Do Your Thing, which means you'll never miss an episode. Rate or review the podcast or share the podcast with a friend who you think would enjoy listening to. And if you'd like to continue the conversation or explore working with me on a deeper level, you can connect with me on Instagram or Facebook at The Parenthood Coach or join my email community, The Parenthood Retreat. Just go to theparenthoodcoach.co.uk forward slash newsletter. And remember, there's no right or wrong way to do life or parenthood. There's only your way. So get out there and do your thing unapologetically. See you next time.